Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real Wood smoke, real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Right Brand Bacon. That's called Right Brand Bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Recapped a lot of the basketball hour one. Reggie Miller will join us in the final hour. We'll talk to the former number two overall pick, 1998, Ryan Leaf. He will join us coming up here in the man cave as we have draft week here. I'm wondering how many quarterbacks should be taken in the first round. Not how many will, because I think you're going to have five. But how many should? Because is Houston going to take Will Levis? Where does C.J. Stroud go? Anthony Richardson, Hendon Hooker, and obviously Bryce Young. It's a different NFL. Because you want to get in, get that rookie contract, build around it, and then you make that decision. Do you stay with that quarterback for a second contract? That's the blueprint right now. You have Seattle is going to be an interesting pick at number five. Because you have a quarterback you just re-signed. Could you take Anthony Richardson? And if you're taking Anthony Richardson, he's not ready to play right now. But is he going to be ready in a year or two? Here's something for you. Anthony Richardson, touchdown passes that he threw in college, 24. C.J. Stroud threw 85. Now, C.J. Stroud throwing to those receivers and a better team should be throwing more touchdowns. Anthony Richardson, with not a big sample size, makes, makes me nervous here. But it's a new NFL. You take a chance. This guy has a big ceiling, high ceiling. And that's what, you know, people are fascinated with this. And by all accounts, seems to be a good kid. Uh, You know, high IQ. Like, all these things. Seems like he checks the boxes. But why did he struggle to start there at Florida? If it wasn't a good team and you didn't start. It's like Will Levis at Penn State. Who was it? Clifford? Was he the quarterback at Penn State? John Clifford, yep. Yeah, he couldn't beat out him for three years. Went to Kentucky and then had a good year and then not so good year. And here he could be the second pick overall. Hendon Hooker, who I loved, but he's 25 coming off ACL. He's going to be in the first round. I feel like the Vikings are going to take him. Uh, Bryce Young, we know. C.J. Stroud. Is C.J. Stroud going to be there for Indy? So this is what I love about draft week when there's still a lot of curiosity. And if you throw in, does Aaron Rodgers finally get traded after the first round? That's what I was told a while ago, that they're going to wait 
because you don't want to give up that first round pick. Uh, that's what thirteenth, I think, to Green Bay. That you want to make the trade after the first round, then you give them a second round pick and maybe a first round that hinges on does Aaron Rodgers play next year. That's what I was told. Maybe maybe he's traded before the draft. They've started uh, resuming their talks. There's still the possibility in quotation marks. The 49ers might be interested. If this doesn't work out, what if the Jets say we're not going to give you what you want for Aaron Rodgers? Now what kind of leverage do the Packers have? Do the Packers then say to the 49ers, hey, now if they didn't have Jordan Love, they could say, hey, we'll trade you. We'll take Trey Lance. How about that? We'll swap you there. But there's still that possibility, at least whispers, maybe even an offer, a framework of an offer by the Niners if it doesn't work out with the Jets. But it's been 40 days since Aaron Rodgers declared his love for the Jets. Long time. Is anybody caving in? Anybody softening? It's a game of tug of war, but Green Bay still holding out probably for at least a first round uh, draft pick this year because you want help this year. You don't want to wait next year because chances are Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. They're going to be better than they were this past year. So the draft pick is not going to be as inviting. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. We stumbled upon... Where are the great buddy movies nowadays? Uh, This is a uh, tweet from Brian. Uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Come on, DP. You're Sanders' boy, and you dropped the ball here. All right. Uh, That's not a new movie. Uh, How about Wedding Crashers? How old is Wedding Crashers? Is that 18 years old? Yeah. (laughs) Anything from the past decade. Trading Places, Cannonball Run. No, I'm talking about, are there any new buddy movies? I think Kevin Hart and The Rock got to have a lock on the current buddy movie mm. franchise. How about a good buddy movie? New one. Yeah, Paul. Uh, I didn't see it, but did Seth Rogen and Barbara Streisand do a movie together? Or am I on drugs here? Didn't Seth Rogen do a movie with Barbara Streisand where they traveled the country? I thought I saw a promo for that. But I don't know if you could bring that up as a buddy movie if, A, you didn't see it, and, B, you're not even sure if it happened. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry, Was Paul. I taking something and I thought there was a promo for that I, movie? I, and you don't do drugs, so I can't blame it on that. I see a movie called The Guilt Trip from 2012. It has Trip in the name. Seth Rogen, uh, Barbara Streisand, Adam Scott, Colin Hanks. Okay. The Guilt Trip is a 2002 American road comedy with Barbara Streisand and Seth Rogen. Not on drugs. It, it actually happened. Was it was it twenty twelve or two thousand two? Twenty twelve. Okay, that was definitely a movie uh, written while on drugs, though. There's mm. no doubt about that. Yeah. Hey, I got this idea. Yeah. And then Seth, you're going to be with Barbara Streisand, and then you get that laugh from him. Yeah, I missed that one. Mm. New buddy movies. Doesn't it go in waves where it'd be like, okay, action heroes. And then there's going to be cowboys, westerns. And then there's going to be something in space. And then there'll be a buddy movie or two. Yeah, Paul. I remember seeing an interview with Steve Martin, a great comedian actor. Remember when there was a bunch of mafia movies right after Goodfellas? Everyone wanted a mafia movie. They said, we have to make one. What was that one? He was in a mafia movie comedy. It's like he's out in Arizona in witness protection. Bill. uh, Oh, yeah. uh, I'm never going to remember it. It's not a bad movie. Because Steve Martin's fantastic and everything. But he even said, he goes, they were throwing around mafia movies to anybody who wanted them. But is it a good movie if we don't know the name of it? 
If you said, it's, you know, it's not a bad movie. I do remember. Yes, Todd. My Blue Heaven. Is oh, there you go. Uh, 1990. Yeah. yeah. Once again, long time ago. In the supermarket. Unseen. Yeah, good, good movie. <laughs> What's poll question for hour two, <laughs> Cedar Connor? Let me update you on hour one, Dan, because this is a great poll question. Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis exchanging phone numbers after their boxing match was soft or sportsmanship. Soft. Right now, we're, we got a 55-45 going. That's a great poll question. Uh, who had the worst weekend? Can you punch your friend in the face? Definitely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's, I guess, what happened. Well, there was a body blow that uh, ended that fight. In the Couldn't even round. tell what happened either. Like, I, I keep I know. looking for an angle to see where he, when he actually got punched, but they're in so close together, you can't really tell. Those body blows, man, they take a toll. It's like when you watch and you go, oh, you know, when somebody hits somebody in the face and you're like, whoa, those body blows add up, and then you get to the later rounds, and then that's when somebody's you know defenses start to drop a little bit, and then they drop after yeah. that. I mean, Rocky, right? Yeah. He right. proved it yeah. with Drago. Yeah. Yes. I, mu- I must break you. You'll be lose. You will Apollo lose. Creed, all those rib shots. Yeah. Can take yeah. yeah. Thank you, Todd. It's supposed to be an no, 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 no. Out of damn town. <laughs> you know why that movie's great? They get right into There's There's no uh, wasted scenes. They get right. You get right into it. Drago's a thing. Apollo dies, and then Rocky's on a flight to Russia. Next scene. Yeah. All right, let's run it back. It's a great movie. The uh, new poll question is: Who had the worst who... weekend, Dan? Um, we kind of need to populate this a little bit. Okay, how about Dejounte Murray? He he bumped an official. The well, I have to tell people he's Atlanta Hawks, and and by the way, he's a good player, but he's he's gonna. Get suspended, I think. Gonna get sat down. Yeah. Uh, Villain Brooks, I'm calling him, not Dylan. He's Villain Brooks, even though he doesn't want to embrace that. Uh, he did not have a good weekend. Uh, oh, here's one for you. Over under LeBron James points for tonight. Grizzlies getting four and a half against the Lakers. What do you think the over under is? Since everybody thought LeBron was going for at least 40 last game, that's not how he plays. His whole legacy was... Yeah, I know. His legacy was on the line, and he and, let you down. And what, he allowed somebody to hit him in the balls. <laughs> I don't know in if the he, legacy he did not allow them to. Uh, looks like invited. He, he invited that contact. <laughs> he, he put him out there. He baited, he, he baited Dylan he Brooks. He dribbled the ball right behind him right there, knowing Dylan Brooks would <laughs> lean. Mm, mm, Classic mm, move. Mm. He invited that contact. Uh, and by the way, Dylan Brooks is, uh, is blaming us, the media. I've been dealing with this two years now. It is what it is. The fans can talk whatever they want to. It doesn't matter to me. When you say you've been, doing, you've been dealing with this for the past few years, what is this? What do you mean by that? The media making me a villain. The fans making me a villain. And then that just creates a whole different persona on me. So now you think I intended to hit LeBron James in the nuts. I'm playing basketball, a basketball player. Okay. These are two separate things. You're having a pity party because you wanted attention, got attention. All the attention going into this game, and then LeBron gets hit. Okay. There's other things that have factored into Dylan Brooks being a villain because he wanted to be. He wants to be noticed. Hey, I can get 18 and nobody cares. Well, I can get 15 and then I can have 18 technicals this year. I can get in LeBron's ear. I'm making the highlights. People talking about me. When I'm getting 18, nobody cared. You got what you wanted. Embrace it. 
You didn't talk to the media after the previous game, which was soft. All right? You want media attention? What? What was wrong with meeting with the media afterwards? Embrace it. Be a villain. Draymond Green does. It's not like he's going, hey, I blame you guys because I'm getting these calls against me. He knows that. And you're going to be focused on. There's going to be a camera on you now. That's how it works. Let me, I'll give you a clue here, Dylan. In TV, we want to make good TV. It's content. You might make good content with LeBron every time down the floor. Do you whisper to him? Do you say something to him? Do you nudge him? Does he hit you? Don't complain about it. You ask for it. TV and you are in this together. But embrace it. Don't run away from it. If you truly are that guy and want to be that guy, then go wire to wire with it. If not, go back to 18 and 7. All right? Because then nobody's going to notice you. There's a lot of guys in the NBA can give you 18 points a night. Your character. Good player, but a character. It's like Draymond Green. Good player, character. And then the NBA is littered with that. But a lot of those guys haven't been able to be good players, consistent. I mean, Patrick Beverly is not a good player, but he's you know, a villain. Lance Stevenson. Yeah, he's had moments, but what's he known for? Blowing in LeBron's ear. Here's LeBron James after the game. This is not my first rodeo. I've, I've had this throughout my career with you know certain individuals. It's easy. It's literally easy. If you want to, we won tonight. Let me not start. I don't want to start this. It's a lot. To, let me just, we won. You had a hell of a game, my boy. Yes, yes, you had a hell of a game. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. So do we have any more basketball questions, not trash talk questions? <laughs> no, don't fall prey to it. Don't let him bait you, LeBron. Just say, we won. That's the most important thing. This isn't a one-on-one -on -one battle with Dylan Brooks. He does what he needs to do for his team. I did what I needed to do for my team. Do I care if he gets suspended? That's up to the league. Like, don't lower yourself to the. You're one of the great. You're one of the three greatest players of all time. Two greatest players. You might be the greatest player of all time. When the history of the NBA, when we look back thirty years from now, nobody's going to be going. Hey, remember Dylan Brooks? And not going to happen. Yeah, Mark. We're going to remember Dylan Brooks like we remember um, Reuben Patterson. Wow. Because he punched a horse? Well, no, because they called him the Kobe stopper. <laughs> like a week yeah. and a half. Yeah. Well, remember uh, Gerald Wilkins? He was the uh, Jordan stopper. Did the Knicks sign him specifically for that <laughs> reason? Know. That's not a good signing if that's the case. Didn't Reuben Patterson in college punch a horse? During a game? No, that not, seems odd. not during a game. No, no. I think it, this was after a game in downtown Cincinnati if, or on campus or something, if memory serves me correctly. And they call him the horse puncher. Oh, Todd's Instead here the today. Horse whisperer. <laughs> horse, horse puncher. Puncher. -er. Puncher -er -er. <laughs> I, I'm looking hard. I cannot find a story of Ruben Patterson punching a horse in college. And that's an interesting thing to put in your search, by the way. Who punched a horse? And they played at Cincinnati? Oh, not Melvin Levitt. No, I don't, want to I don't want to indict everybody who played in Cincinnati. I, didn't Reuben Patterson play for like the Seattle Supersonics or somebody like the that? The Blazers? Yes, Todd. 
Looking at a Danny Fortson story. Danny Fortson punched the horse. His most notorious confrontation with police occurred while <laughs> okay. in college when he was accused of slugging a police horse. Okay, my he, bad. I, he in Cincinnati star Danny Fortson, who was arrested with him on allegations of drunkenness. He claims self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that? The horse started yeah. talking. Uh, that's horse bleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Todd. Danny Fortune was with Art Long, who may have been the actual one who did the punching. They were together, drunk oh, and acting up. Okay. And now I'm seeing some of that Art Long through the punch, and Danny Fortune was with him. Okay. I want to apologize to Reuben Patterson and the entire Patterson family, <laughs> and maybe Danny Fortune as well, and Melvin Levitt, and anybody who played for Bob Huggins. Sorry, Steve Logan. Yeah. Yes, Todd. This story says Long allegedly punched the horse four times in its neck during a May encounter with police officers in a shopping area near the Cincinnati campus. Thank you, Todd. Well, <laughs> well, that was a Cincinnati basketball player. You want Once some you more of this? Neck punching. You yeah. want some more of this trigger? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's more where that came yes. from. <laughs> you punched a horse. That seems unnecessary. It does. It does. I mean, I don't know what the horse did to him. Not available for interviews. I heard the horse not, not talk to the media. No, refused to. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't want to because the media has made the horse out to be the villain. <laughs> Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick show. Uh, Bucks Heat, Grizzlies, Lakers. Is Giannis playing tonight? I got the Bucks. They're favored by five and a half. Hmm. DraftKings doesn't have anything for over-under for, uh, for the uh, Greek freak. The over-under for LeBron James is 27.5 for tonight. Anybody want a piece of that? No? Seton, you want to go over with LeBron James? Maybe. <laughs> you know, they, would, uh, they wouldn't let me put a full $100 down. Why? They'd only let me do 50 bucks. I think because we moved the line so much that uh, by talking about it, did we? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So my bet had to get approved, and they got approved for 50 bucks, so I only lost 50 bucks. Oh, all right. Still got 50 in the hopper, though. Well, yeah. 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 50 yeah. in the chamber. And I'm ready to put it all in. 50 on. in the chamber with LeBron over under tonight? Oh, man, I really should. Okay, would you go over 27 and a half? But this isn't a legacy game anymore. No, it's not. <laughs> he, LeBron missed his opportunity missed for his, his Jordan game. Opportunity to cement his legacy. He might have to get food poisoning, <laughs> I think, to come back from this in your mind. Dang it. All right, we'll take a break. Ryan Leaf set to join us here in the man cave. How many quarterbacks should be taken in the first round? Not will be, but should be. And uh, is C.J. Stroud? There's a lot of people carrying C.J. Stroud's water lately. Have you noticed that? A lot of them. A lot of media people. I don't know what their relationship is to C.J. Stroud and his management, but it does feel like... <laughs> that seems like a veiled uh, commentary there. Well, no, it just feels like there's a lot of people rushing to protect him. This is after Brady Quinn was just saying, hey, this is... If he is dropping, this is what I'm hearing. Could be those possibilities. People jumped all over Brady Quinn, even though he said he should be the second quarterback taken in the draft. But uh, just feels like those who are coming to his defense seem to uh, be carrying his water for him. Good quarterback. Is he a great quarterback? We'll take a break. We're back after this. Dan Patrick Show. GetRefunds.com. Make sure you take me up on this opportunity. 
And apparently a lot of people have because GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. The ERC is the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. This is going to take you less than eight minutes. Go to GetRefunds.com. See if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Get Refunds doesn't take any money up front. There's no charge up front. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. A lot of businesses believe that they didn't or won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. Don't let the opportunity pass you by. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Your business w- might be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. You have nothing to lose, everything to gain. See if you qualify. Go to GetRefunds.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com. Find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Reggie Miller in an hour from now. Good to talk to him. At least publicly. I talk to him privately and text him. Ryan Leaf, ESPN College Football NFL analyst and works for Westwood One. He's busy. The second overall pick by the Chargers back in the 1998 draft, and uh, also the CEO of Ram Consultant Incorporated, college and NFL analyst. You got a lot of things going on. 
and uh, your podcast bust, the Ryan Leaf story. Let me start here because it feels like there's a feud that's been going on with you and the former GM of the Colts, Bill Polian, for a long, long time. Now, how did it start, and why are we still talking about the 1998 draft? Well, it's the 25th anniversary, so it's been a quarter century. Um, and so people were talking about it a lot, and uh, he went on a uh, podcast for the 33rd team. Uh, it's um, a bunch of... Uh, you know, former GMs and coaches and things like that talk about what's going on in the NFL and, and uh, you know, <clears throat> relive the, the draft story from, from 25 years ago. And unfortunately, there's been a story that has been out there for a long, long time that when I was asked what I would do after I was drafted, my response to the Colts at the time was that uh, when, they, when they asked, when can you be in the facility? Can you be in, you know, you could be there a week afterwards. And my response apparently was, uh, I can't. I can't be there. Um, me and my boys have a trip to Vegas for seven to ten days. Is that true? No, I've I've never uh, spoken. I had never spoken to Bill Polian. I'd never spoken to Bruce Arians. I'd never spoken to uh, uh, Jim Moore Senior. Uh, I missed my meeting at the combine because of an MRI. It became a big deal. And then uh, at my pro day, I didn't speak with any of them. I just went out and and spent most of my time with the Chiefs and the uh, Chargers that day with June Jones. Did so, you not want to go to the Colts? I didn't care. But did you want to go to the Chargers? Didn't care. It, either one for me was fine. Uh, I wasn't pushing for either. Uh, Lee Steinberg, in his book, pushed a narrative that we weren't interested in going to Indianapolis. But I thought you told us years ago that you sort of tanked your interview with the Colts. Never or had you an bailed, Never You had. bailed on them. That was Lee. That was Lee. I had an MRI with uh, the Chicago Bears. Okay. And uh, so I missed the meeting, uh, assumed that we would just do it again the next morning. And, but Jim Moore Sr. Uh, threw a big fit uh, in the media, and it was a big story. And I was just like, "What? this is, this is absurd. Okay, but is your agent responsible for this? Or, yes. Or is Bill Polian? No, my agent is. Uh, I found out a few things over the last week. Uh, Bill Polian and I talked this week after I got after him a little bit. Oh, he called you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we wanted to have a conversation. Uh, Apologies? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I think that uh, my wife and I were in the car. We just dropped the kid off at school and he called, so she was with me in the drive. She loves to just type on notes, things I should say, and she shows it to me as I, <laughs> as I drive. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was good. Adults had a conversation. I was, you know, I think the biggest thing is I didn't think I was worthwhile enough for the longest time to have my own back. I don't, maybe didn't think I – I had a chance in Houston at the Houston Super Bowl. Uh, McLovin and I and, his, and our wives were at uh, Lee Steinberg's party, and I'm at the urinal, and up walks next to me is Bruce Arians. And I remember thinking in my mind at the time, I'm like, this is a perfect time to confront him. Of about, course, about, in the urinal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't say anything. I still – it was like, I don't know, two years, three years out of prison, and I just still felt kind of – still like a kind of a POS. And so uh, – I just didn't have the backbone to do it. I have a little more resolve right now. I like who I see in the mirror. So I just, on last week, I just said I was fed up with it. I'm tired of the revisionist history. This could never have happened. Never have happened. We never met. Uh, so I let it let it be known. And I think there was a really good response from it. And I think it made me, you know, it made me feel better about myself and finally sticking up for myself. Yeah, because it does feel like that everybody in the Colts war room wanted to take Peyton Manning and not you. And that's not the case. No. No, that... I was told that they had, it might have been split, because you had more talent than Peyton. You, in, my, in my opinion, you had more ability than Peyton. 
you had more mobility. You didn't have the approach that he had, and that's what's made him one of the great quarterbacks of all time. I, I did have the approach. I watched film like crazy. I loved practice. I did all the things. I just was unprepared for what how money was going to change me. You cannot quantify okay. you can't quantify that variable at any point. Now I do think that's changing with NIL. I think you're gonna to start to get an understanding from some of these guys when they make millions of dollars while in college. But how did money change you? Uh, the idea that uh, success was money, power, and prestige. I don't know where, I f where that was taught to me. It wasn't from my father. It wasn't from where I grew up. But it was that that made me more important than you. And I didn't have to listen to anybody. So you didn't have to lower yourself to a reporter asking you a question. Right. I was, I was rich and famous, and I played football. If that you had gone to a different franchise, any better? No. Oh, you, you were who you were, and money was going to change you. Money and the other variable you can't quantify, and for me, we couldn't. How was I going to deal with failure at the very highest level? What if I would have led the uh, league in interceptions my rookie year, like Peyton did? How would I have dealt with that? Probably horribly, because yes. I saw that as failure. Yes. So those were the two things. Now, if I went to Indianapolis with Marshall Falk and Marvin Harrison, may have my character defects been, let's say... Disguised. Not, not seen for yeah. a little while longer. But geographic change for somebody like me, it doesn't matter. No matter where I go, there I am. And so if I'm the problem, I have to fix me before any of it can be realized in a positive way. So I don't, I don't like the revisionist history around my talent, uh, my, my approach. Okay. Um, I think the things that need to be talked about was the idea that um, – Everything was going to be easy, like it, like I thought it had been in college and in high school, which it wasn't. I worked my tail off, but I just, in my mind, thought I could just go out and do what I did my whole life. And but that, I, I always say this, and, and this comes from a source who, who's a scout, who said, I always want to see the series after you threw an interception. Like, that tells me more about you than I'm going to stand back there behind a great offensive line, great wide receivers, and I'm just going to throw touchdown passes. I want to see when you fail and you respond that that tells him a lot about, and he's, he's scouting for AFC teams right now. But looking at this draft, like I'm not sure about Anthony Richardson. Talent, but he wasn't talent enough to dominate in college. Nope. C.J. Stroud, it's hard to assess an Ohio State quarterback. These are the best wide receivers. They're be they, have right, they have a better wide receiving core than a, a few NFL teams. Yes, they do. Um, Will Levis couldn't start at Penn State. Hedden Hooker's 25 coming off ACL. I, I mean, how many quarterbacks should be drafted in the first round? Not will be, but should be. I only have two first-round grades on quarterbacks in this class, okay. and that's Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I have a... Uh, Are they close? I think so, yes. I, for the longest time, saw him as the first overall pick to Carolina just because of his size, because of his accuracy. All is the he things. falling? He is... I think in the lot, eyes of a lot of the media, I have a call. I had a call with uh, um, somebody pretty close to the Carolina Panthers this last week, and uh, you know the the S two test, you know, threw a threw a wrench into now the, explain the conversation. that. Now this is for quarterbacks. Yeah, it's so the Wonderlick was an all encompassing test that was taken by everybody for the longest time at the combine. They've because of new data and new ways to uh, do different things. This was more of a um, reactive. Test. In real time. In real time. And uh, scores got leaked last week. And C.J. Stroud's score was not 
But explain to me how this, you know, since we'll never be in that room, what it, what's it look like when you go into the room to take this test? It's almost like a whack-a-mole. You know, you, 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 it pops up, you hit it, right? So but it's all visual. That- it's there, you're, you're, you're standing, there's the red light, there's boom, your reaction is peripheral, okay? So this is red light, green light type? Type of things and, and reactionary okay. to things, stimuli. When something does this, how do you react to that? Safety drops down to the strong side. You wheel back and throw a backside eight cut uh, for the post, things like that. Um, San Diego had me do something very similar. It wasn't called the S2 at the time when I went down there for uh, really a kind of a cognitive um, a reactionary drill, and I killed it. Like the peripheral for me was, was really good. Um, our Wonderlick test, Peyton and I were identical. So again, it's all these things. Um, I don't know if I put a ton of stock in it. He sure looked good reactionary while he was at Ohio State, yeah. you know, throwing touchdowns. Uh, and so I, I, I like him a lot. I, I think that he can be a good pro quarterback. I, I thought with him having Frank Reich, uh, Josh McNow, and Jim Caldwell in place, I thought that was a really good fit for him. I think it will be for Bryce Young, too. I suspect both of them will be the first two quarterbacks. But do teams, still. let's say the Colts, who would leak this? Because we know, you know, strategy leading up to the draft and there's there's stuff that comes out and like Will Levis, you know, his side of things, the Colts side of things. Like I don't I don't discount anybody in a situation like this. Like why did this get out? Why is it getting out now? And who's it benefit? Well, I, I think there could have been some blowback from Carolina folks if they were if they didn't take CJ Stroud. I really do. And so this may be a way for them to, you know. Oh, they're validating their pick by saying this is why we didn't take CJ? Yep. Okay. I do think that has something to do with it. And I also think there was some of that involved with what uh, the cold strategy was for me. I, I, I think a lot of people may have been upset if they didn't draft me first overall. Well, hey, here's all the stories we got for you. You know, this is this is why we didn't do it. And there was never really, a, uh, you know, a, a chance. I think Jim, Jim Irsay really... Um, you know, I think he he really wanted me, and we probably understand why. We're both very impulsive individuals, uh, and so uh, that makes a little more sense 25 years later. And him and I have had a conversation about it. I asked him the question. I was hosting Rich Eisen's show one time, and I had Jim on, and I asked him the question, how, like, how close was I to being a Colt? And he was, uh, uh, he said, I talked to a, uh, a guy that I trusted Im- immensely in the NFL, who had been in the NFL for a long time, and he flat out told me, you, you, you can't pass on this leaf kid. And I said, well... Good thing you. Good thing you didn't listen to him. <laughs> so I do think there's. I think there's something to that. I think there's leverage. I think there's understanding about winning the PR battle. I do think now that uh, I put my mock out a week ago and I had C.J. Stroud as the number one overall pick, uh, and then Houston making a couple moves to try to get the second and third pick. I think that changes now. Of course, um, I, I do think Bryce Young goes number one overall. Yeah, I'm, I Anthony Richardson once again uh, got a lot of ability. Will Levis looks like a, a guy who's going to play a quarterback in a movie. Hendon Hooker, I like a lot, but he's 25 coming off ACL. Yep. I got, I'm just trying to figure this out. That, you know, Bryce Young, you know, he's small. I just want to know if you can play. I think, and I think that the, the two guys at the top have, have showed they, they can play. And I think Hendon Hooker has shown he can play. Yeah. Four interceptions in the last two years. Guy is accurate. Some people have questions because of what Josh Heupel's offense is like in terms of how it translates to the next level. I had somebody who said that Heupel put him in a position to succeed. Well, I would hope so. I, I know, but right? I, that's, but that was 
you know, once again, you got like Baker Mayfield when he's at Oklahoma. Hey, Lincoln Riley put him in a position to succeed. What does that even mean? Wouldn't you do that as a head coach? <laughs> no, but then, then can he succeed on his own when he doesn't have Lincoln Riley or when you don't have Josh Heupel? When you go into the NFL and let's say you have a head coach who's defensive-minded, not offensive-minded. Yeah. So, I, I mean, there's so many variables that go into a successful NFL quarterback. The right spot, the right coach, the right uh, personnel, how do you deal with failure, all these things. And I do not think that the organizations actually take as much accountability as they should when they label a guy a bust. Let's say Anthony Richardson goes to the Colts, and they want to hold him. They want to keep him on the bench, let him learn, but Gardner Minshew struggles. The town starts clamoring for him to come in. He comes in. Pulls a Malik Willis, doesn't look like he's prepared, ready to go. All of a sudden, that disappears. And now, because of the rookie salary cap, Indianapolis is back in the market a year from now, looking at Caleb Williams or Michael Penix Jr. or Drake May, and everybody's just like, you know, Anthony Richardson the bust. Well, guess what? Anthony Richardson probably shouldn't be drafted in the first round. In no. fact, I have a third-round grade on him. So, if that's the case, you're doing this, you're doing him a disservice unless you have a plan ready for him. And I don't know if anybody else out there at all is advocating for something like this. Maybe it's because I went through what I went through, but I don't want to see anybody else fail. I don't want to see them be... Well, he could go to Seattle and sit for two years. You, you think? Well, you, bec yeah. You better have a plan in place. It better be executed rock solid when you draft him. If you're wishy-washy with it, then that's on you. Yeah. Caleb Williams, if he came out this year, would be the number one overall draft pick. And I do think Michael Penix Jr. would be the number two overall pick. The Washington yes. quarterback who transferred from India. I really think he has a chance to be the best Pac-12 quarterback next year and be the Heisman Trophy winner if he has the season he had last. Led the nation in passing. He's got his receivers back. Wow. This is going to be an unbelievable Pac-12 season in terms of quarterback play. I mean, you have Bo Nix. You have DJU at Oregon State uh, under Jonathan Smith. You have Caleb Williams. You have Cam Rising when he comes back. Yeah. Um, Michael Penix Jr. The Pac-12 is, is loaded. What we saw this year from the SEC in terms of quarterbacks for next year's draft... We're going to see it in the Pac-12 next year. You know who I love? And he's not going to get love. The UCLA quarterback. I got him as my number four guy. I got him second round grade. I really like him. But, you know, since I've moved to Connecticut, you and I are kind of on the same page I know. Page that's scary. <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> we have certain tendencies, but not other tendencies. <laughs> I, like, uh, I like the way you think there, too. Tons of starts. Tons of uh, experience. Played in a pro-style offense Kelly. with Chip Kelly. I know. I, I like, he's got velocity for a smaller guy. He can move. I mean, if you put him in, a, in an offense similar to what we saw Shane Steichen do a year ago with Jalen Hurts, they remind me a ton of, of each yes, other. A yes, lot of I each agree. other. So I don't think he'll go in the second round. I think you'll get a steal with him maybe in the third, early fourth, and he can end up in a place where ultimately... I, I'd know, love to see him in Baltimore. So would I. If you didn't have Lamar... And you decided, I mean, maybe I'm overselling. I just, I like what I saw. And, and uh, I hope he gets an opportunity and he's not waiting on that third day. Before I let you go, Bijan Robinson should be taken where will be taken. Uh, with his talent, he should be a top 10 pick easily. But the running back position is so devalued. Yeah, but if I make him Debo Samuel, now he's different. I got to make, like, I, if I'm a running back, I want to be going in as the hybrid. I want to be that kind of running back. He is, but they still aren't willing to. Now, I will say this. Being able to draft a player because of the rookie salary cap and get a fifth-year option and most likely add a franchise tag, you may have him for seven years yeah. on a limited amount of money. Yes. And if that's the way you're thinking and you think it's a piece, by all means. I have him going to the Dallas Cowboys around 20, what, 26. Yeah. Um, 
He might go to the Falcons. Yeah. He might go up early. Arthur Smith needs to do something. I don't know what he's got on Arthur Blank, but I've never seen a guy that's been so mediocre in his first two years, you know, you know, just kind of kind of just sliding by through everything. He better win this year. There's got to be a conversation around that. He's Ryan Leaf. Always great to see you. You too. You make us smarter. His uh, Sirius XM radio show, NFL, ESPNU, Pac-12 radio, and uh, the podcast, Bust, the Ryan Leaf story, and uh, working the draft, college football, NFL analyst. Ryan Leaf, thank you, buddy. Thank Thanks you. for stopping by. We'll take a break. Phone calls coming up after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs, manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Intelligence runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. The Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. 
Brian Lee brought up some interesting points, including the money and how money changed him. When he first got into the NFL, you got more money up front, and it changed him. And he thought he was better than everybody else, and he talked about that. You're, and he had a run-in with the media that was uh, caught on camera, and there's a lot of pressure that goes along with that, going that high in the draft, the expectation level, the money they're going to pay you. And if you are taking these quarterbacks high, we're under the impression that they're all ready to play in the NFL because they've been playing in a pro system, pro style since high school and then college. And then you get into the NFL, all right, you should be able to make that transition. And he brings up the Anthony Richardson situation. If you take him, then you must commit to not playing him right away. Because when you do it, the fans love new. They love shiny. And I'll go back to what Houston did when they took Steve McNair. They didn't play him for three years. And then when he was ready to play, he did. But you gotta, you got to be careful when you do that. The Bengals, Carson Palmer is going to join us tomorrow. The Bengals took him number one overall. Didn't play him his first year. But John Kitna was, went like 8-8 eight and eight that year for the Bengals. you got to fight that urge that you're going to put somebody in and go, he's going to change our team. Yes, Tom. And not being able to um, deal with or process failure, I thought that was the other second thing that he thought was really important beyond not being able to deal with a lot of money at a young age. I think it's one of the most important traits. When I, 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 and the only reason why I say this is because somebody told me this is what they're looking for. What do you do after you've thrown a pick six? What do you do after you just got sacked? The next series, what do you do when you're getting your rear end handed to you? How do you play? How do you act? How do you interact with your teammates? Do you, you know, shut it down? Do you get fired up? Do you get in people's faces? These are all the things that scouts have to look at and factor in because that's what the NFL is. You're not going to be playing you know, Ohio State against Indiana and you get to sit back there and throw whatever you want to throw. There's no easy games here. Now, you're going to have failure. The question is how much and how do you react to that? Let's go around the uh, room for best and worst of the weekend. Seton, uh, I'm going to start with you. Best and worst of the weekend. There are no best this weekend, Dan. My worst, LeBron. Mm, he didn't come down. through for me. He, he really. Oh, you know what? No, actually, my best was uh, uh, the them guys. Those guys exchanging phone numbers. I really thought. Oh, it was the great. boxers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was really like, oh man, that's awesome. Okay. This dude just got his ribs broken in. He's like, hey man, it's all good. All right. Let's go for coffee. All right. Uh, Todd, best and worst of the week. I'm going with a New York theme. Best Knicks dominating the Cavs Friday night at MSG in Game Three, ninety nine seventy nine. First time all year in both the regular season and playoffs that a team was held under 80 points. Cavs just had 17 in the first, 15 in the second. Worst of the weekend, Nets scoring just 19 in the third and 15 in the fourth at home in an elimination game Saturday afternoon, swept by Philly. All right, Marvin. Best of the weekend, the Crypto.com employees. Kings game Friday night, Clippers Saturday, Lakers Saturday. Shout out to all those employees. They turned uh, turn the rink into the court, turned the Clippers court into the Lakers court. They were busy all weekend. Uh, other best of the weekend. You're a man of the people. I am. The former Knicks players, <laughs> uh, Latrell Sprewell, our boy Jamal Crawford, Bernard King, John Starks at the Knicks playoff games. Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson. Great. Paulie, best and worst. Uh, I'm also going to throw in a little Nick. You know, Josh Hart from the Knicks? Yeah. I don't know much about him. He, you know, he's had a nice, didn't he go to Nova? He's had a nice career. Yeah. He's started a little bit. Yeah. He's like Hall of Guys I Want on My Team. Yeah. Mm. I don't even know if he averaged 15 points a game. He probably averaged like 11. 
But man, he's one of those just nice players, and he's having a good playoff series. Uh, the other story was the uh, Pirates minor leaguer, Drew Maggi. He was in the minors for 13 Great years. Great video. 33-year-old infielder. Great video. His, uh, he's in double-A in Altoona, and they film his manager saying, hey, so we're going to send someone up. And it's almost like for the first 10 seconds when he finds out I'm going to the majors, he was stunned. He's walking around. He can't answer. 13 years in the minors. I don't know how you continue to do that without giving up. Unbelievable. All right. More phone calls coming up. Reggie Miller will join us coming up in about 25 minutes from now. Hope you'll join us in the final hour. In case you're wondering about the starting lineup, Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Paulie, and yours truly, Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.